Hi, and welcome to Fighting Fire with Fire. My name is Yvette Wong, and today I'm here with Sophie Murphy and Isabella Ilicic. In this podcasty thing, we're going to be talking about fighting fire in SA from a kid's perspective. So, you guys remember that, like, Black Summer? Yes, I definitely do. Oh my god! It's like all over the news. Okay, so I have a story, right? So once I was on my laptop and I was like in my room. It was 2020. I knew there were bushfires everywhere else in like the whole country, but I did not know that there was some in SA. You know, like in the Adelaide Hills, whatever. So um, my dad came into my room in a hurry, and he was like, "Come on, is like Isabella, come and see your sister's room. It's important." And I was like, "Why?" He's trying to be antisocial in peace. I know, but then he grabbed my arm and like yeeted my laptop away, like onto the bed, and I was so confused. He was like dragging me through the hallway. And as I got dragged into my sister's room, I saw my sister's face and hands like planted against the window and the sky was gone. Okay. It was pitch black. The sky was black. The windows were covered in soot and my sister's face was equal to a pancake. Today I had this great idea to go and open the door. Smoke everywhere i could taste it that's disgusting evie i need to know a bit more about fire word of advice evie next time do not open the door when it's covered in ashy black gray take a long time to get the smoky smell of absolutely everything in that house like like what do you want everyone to know sophie don't open the door when there's a huge bushfire like literally right outside your window (laughs) (laughs) Shh. they don't need to know that but also there are many things that I want people to know about fire. On a serious note, it can be dangerous and unpredictable, but also a huge part of our everyday life. Without fire, our ancestors, the prehistoric humans, would not have survived the freezing cold nights and would not have been able to cook food and scare away predators. Today, modern humans use it to help them prepare food that is healthy and okay for us to eat. Don't eat it. But yes, Evie's right. Unless you're a qualified professional fire eater for a circus, do not eat fire. In short, don't burn yourself, guys. So... What can we do to keep safe from these fires? Okay, so there are a few things that everyone can do. So first of all, you can clear away all very flammable things on your property during the bushfire season. And bushfire season is between November and April for you guys. Um, clean out all the leaf litter from your roof and gutters. If you live near a bushfire prone area, check the fire danger level for that area often during bi season. If you live in a bushfire prone area, check the fire danger level for that area often during bushfire season. And also just during bushfire season, make sure to check the news for bushfires around you. Follow your government's instructions. Evacuate if told to evacuate. In our case, follow teachers' instructions during drills and the real thing. Yes. Also, I recommend keeping a fire extinguisher around Plus, if you have flammable materials around your farm, because you have a farm now, right? Controlled burnings are good. Yes, they are. So what's the biggest advantage of these controlled burnings? Controlled burnings are used to help reduce the risk of bushfires and to help local flora and fauna. Some plants rely on bushfires to reproduce as their seed pods are too thick to let the seeds out and they rely on fire to burn their seed pods so they can burst. Also, when control burning goes through an area, it drives the fauna out, giving, a, giving predators a better chance to catch food. When firefighters do a controlled burning, it burns really slowly so that everything has a chance to escape the flames. They usually appoint a certain area at a time and burn that before they go on to another. I saw, like, like guys, I saw the, a controlled burning really close once, mm-hmm. and I was in the middle of nowhere, and I thought it was a bushfire, so I straight up panicked. That's why we have fire trucks, people, so Evie does not panic. Good. 
God, Evie, yes, please do not panic. Remember, like, fire trucks as a kid? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. We, we don't, all, yeah, just no. We all got so excited. When did you guys first encounter a fire truck? Okay, so um, I was around six years old, and me and my mum were, like, going somewhere. I really don't remember where, so don't ask me. Mum unbuckled me, and I was being really silly at the time, so, like, my stupid self just decided to run off, like, on the sidewalk. And mother was like, Isabella, get back here! And my feet were burning, as I waddled away, limbs flailing. We were near the fire station at the time, like near the city, right? And so I was completely baffled as I heard a really loud, Nina! <laughs> my ears, <laughs> Sorry. Running across the road where the fire truck pulls out, like a really big fire truck hurriedly pulled out in front of me. Ugh. That's how Isabella died. No, mother pulled me back before I could. Way to ruin the vibe, girl. Shouldn't we be, like, talking all fire and doom? Like, seriously, Isabella, come on. We had a whole vibe going. Get wrecked. So let's put the doom and gloom back in. What's your worst experience of open flames? Well, I have many experiences with flames, but one is my dad was found a new way to kill weeds. Very unique style. He went to Bunnings and brought a weed killer flamethrower thing and two bottles of propane. Oh when he hot. got home, he proceeded to set the weeds on fire, which dehydrated them and basically killed them. Scary. Long story short, we now have a lot less weeds. Tasty char-grilled ones of that. There's also a fast way of killing them and a lot more efficient, as they were less likely to grow back because they were really cooked them and their roots... Well, so other than those weeds in Sophie's backyard, which animals and plants are at most in danger from fires? Koala! No! As well as animals like native birds, kangaroos and family pets that might have been left behind, there are quite a few others, though. Like those stringy bark eucalyptuses? It's like these oils in them are, like, really flammable. Even though most of Australia's native plants have adapted to bushfires, some plants like native orchids and lots of the smaller less hardy ones are endangered because of all the bushfires that go through their area that they really don't have time to grow back or anything oh no they're dead are they dead oh yes what did they do to recover all those plants okay uh well most of them went extinct and or they're very endangered now or the aftermath of bushfires can really affect the local animals due to starvation and habitat loss, especially after the dangerous black summer. Us humans will not know the final effect on Australian wildlife for years to come. Luckily, we have ourselves the brave animal rescue teams that have rushed in and taken many native animals in their care. As for plants, they're a bit luckier. 70% of plant species in eucalyptus forests survive bushfires. Pretty cool, right? But if some plants are not found in eucalyptus forests, they use recovery buds that store energy reserves under the bark and underground and let it sprout new growth wait guys no isabella don't, don't do it don't, don't let do it, it grow let Stop. it grow <laughs> no more lorax this. we don't need it <laughs> seriously isabella why because i can no you can't yes i can you're not allowed to that's no it's illegal it, it is not illegal who said if you would like to hear more episodes from SAC, you can check them out at our own podcast page. The link is in the show notes for this episode. This podcast was produced by Yvette Wong, Sophie Murphy and Isabella Ilicic for SAC in partnership with Arch D Radio and Podcasting. Let it grow! Stop. Let it no. stop! You can't be much of Thank you for it's listening, guys. It's just one tiny seed. 
Yeah. Um, so we'll try really and shut mean. this thing up. We'll Sorry. celebrate this great rebirth. We say let it grow. All right, that's it. it Thanks for listening. <laughs> and make sure you subscribe to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories. Bye.